0: You know it's so funny where we, we start these episodes of the greatest song you never heard podcast and chris always has these great lead-ins and mine suck but it is what it is you have tuned into the ne- the next episode of the greatest song you never heard a podcast that chris and i actually oh the music just died this is so cool mm, the, the day the music died the day <laughs> that's right uh that's um i wasn't gonna say elvis costello that was
1: help me when he died I'm not helping you no <laughs> Holly thank you by the way have you ever heard the entire version of that song I mean it's longer it's than seven minutes it's nine minutes long really there's like 17 verses Re- I mean it's I- the it's way too long wow listen and I I was will. sad when some of my heroes have died but not, not nine not minutes not nine minutes long <laughs> Good
0: Lord. Yeah, we we're not going to say 8 minutes and 46 seconds because that brings a whole bunch of politics and we're not going there. Anyway, this is a podcast that Chris and I talked about. Actually, he cornered me with like a, a hammer and said, I think you'd be great to help me co-host this podcast. Are we recording? We yeah. are. <laughs> okay, good. I, I've learned to, to look at Chris's eyes because sometimes he gets this really worried look and he's like, we need to do this all over again. And that normally happens about 12 minutes in, not two minutes in. So, anyway, yes, a little pull behind the curtain. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we have this podcast where we kind of both of us look into um, whether it's the past or just some of our eclectic musical tastes yep. and come up with songs that nobody knows. Right. But right. why don't they? Right. So that's what we're doing. And, and so, sometimes
1: those songs are uh, from artists that everybody will have known. Sometimes they're from artists no one will have ever known. Like last week. Like last week. Uh, Today's song, though, actually, Phil, is from an artist that every single listener to this podcast will have known.
0: Now, now, see, I'm starting for next week. I had one pulled out that everybody would have known. The artist. But... I, I pulled back and it's in the future, but so you've got one that everybody knows. Everybody so, knows. So it's not the monkeys.
1: It is, it is not the monkeys. So
0: no. is the, so I'm intrigued. Will I know it based off the style of the music or the voice of the singer?
1: I don't know if you'll know it from either. Okay. I think you'll still be stumped as to who this is, it's even so, though when I tell great. you, you'll be like, I, how did I not guess okay, that? Okay, this is good. This Are you is ready, ready for good. this?
0: Please uh, set the table
1: uh well so this song is from an artist everyone's ever heard of um this song is from one of the artists who at one point in the history of popular music was one of the top selling artists of all time it's the beatles it is not the beatles okay. um and if you keep getting i wouldn't matter if it was <laughs> i would just lie to you and say nope it's not it's michael jackson however uh this album did not get released uh well you know what Let's just listen to the song and then I I'll tell you it. more about it later. You ready it, for this? Yeah,
0: no, I like it when you do this. By the way, the first I saw these lyrics were literally a minute ago.
1: And and this is a style of music that Phil will absolutely love, but I typically don't like. So uh, bring it on. I can't wait. I
0: bad bad feeling your man ain't coming home yeah guess you know me well I don't like no snow no winter no cold That your man ain't coming home, yeah. Oh, mother, yeah, you cooked great the greatest souvlaki in the world, love. May
1: <laughs> I thought
0: this song was okay <laughs> like not at all this there are some songs that I listen to and when I close my eyes I don't even care about the words anymore Yes, and, and you could hear the words but the words were really fairly repetitious and it had little to do about the words and the lyrics I, I mean it, this is clearly very lyrically driven in terms of feeling and emotion but I I was so I mean this is Nina Simone and Janis Joplin and um, I want to say Katie Tunstall um, I'm think I may get that name wrong but it's a newer version yeah. of Janis Joplin I can't think of her name right yeah, now. Yeah, Katie Tunstall. Okay. So <clears throat> and it, I'm guessing who's singing this is actually playing the piano too. Correct. Because this is one of those songs and people may or may not know this when you play and sing whether it's guitar, piano, you have something that no accompaniment can give you. Mm-hmm. As long as you know the song, yes, and you don't have to think about it, then you are playing exactly what you're feeling and singing in perfect sync. Yes. Uh, side note: Are my Wine Time Fridays podcast? Yes. You know, two or three when Way right to cross around, promote, by the way. Well, thank you, but this is this has a reason. On a very, uh, like, could be this week, we are dropping a, a episode with a guy who's going to taste through three different wines, and he plays the saxophone oh. to what he's tasting. Oh, so fascinating. Yes, I can't wait. We haven't recorded it yet, but... Will uh, he be sitting on your deck? No, he is going to be in Kansas. Oh. So it's going to be really interesting. I don't know if I'm going to be behind the piano at all doing the same thing. I would have to tune it. <laughs> but but I find that very fascinating. But it does come into play with this song. Somebody who is actually sitting to the piano. And I bet her eyes were closed. I bet. And if you tell me it's a
1: guy, I'm going to be really pissed. But uh, who is it? Can I play you another song from the same artist? Let it rip. <laughs> play this all day. Same home. album.
0: Never meant to cause you in a <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is Prince? <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Yes. Oh,
1: man. Yes. It's okay.
0: Prince. Wow. So,
1: this is from an album from, technically, it's from 2018. Post. Yes, post Prince's uh, passing. Yeah. However, uh, the album was recorded in 1983 and it had been floating around. And I didn't know any of this stuff until after the album came out. Um, you know how like, you're a wine guy, so you'll understand this. You know how people go, are you a wine guy? And you're like, yeah, I'm a wine guy. And then you meet a real wine guy. Of course. And you're like, no, nah, I'm not really a wine guy. Exactly. Well, there's those people in the Prince world. I didn't know any of this. And um, apparently, which makes
0: perfect sense, by the way. He is among the top, top musicians of all time. Absolutely top.
1: And most prolific musicians of our generation. Right. Um, Wrote and recorded thousands, tens of thousands of songs. Right. They're all in the vault. Like literally, they're in a vault somewhere, and they've been putting them out. And so uh, he wrote this, he actually recorded this album in 1983 didn't get released until 1980 or 2018 35 years later it's called uh, piano and a microphone 1983 and Prince had this habit he had a a lady so uh, go backwards in time and I'll tell you about the song Uh, when before Prince built uh, his big giant studio, Paisley Park in, right. in Minneapolis. He actually lived for the majority of his career in this weird, crazy split level in a normal neighborhood. Right. So yeah, when that's right. he did Purple Rain, the album Purple Rain, he literally lived in like a random normal neighborhood, had a recording studio in the basement, and he had a lady who was his engineer who he had hired on to be his engineer. Um, based on the fact that she was coming in to do some work on the equipment that he was having built. And he said, do you want to just be my engineer? And she spent about eight years working with Prince. And what would happen is he'd call her up and go, I need you to come over tonight. And he would start recording. And he would record a a bunch of random stuff. Most of Prince's albums up until the mid-90s, every single instrument... On those albums, like especially in his heyday when he was one of the top selling artists, he, played, he plays every single uh, instrument on the album. Just amazing. So what would happen is he would get an idea for a song. He would lay down uh, the tracks. that They call it a reference track. He would lay down the reference track and then he would just start building the bass, the drums, right. everything else on top of that. Right. He would get done with the and he would never stop until they were done with each song. And he would, so
0: he, he would work on one song at a time. At a time. Okay.
1: And he would record that song. Then he would take that song. He would put it on a cassette tape, what he would written. What's, he'd a go cas- out. What's a cassette tape? It's an ancient device for <laughs> listening to music. Um, and he would go out to his car. And I, and I know all this will leave because I listened to an interview with a lady who was right. his, uh, his engineer.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: she's a woman, too, by the way. At the time, that was unheard of for a woman to be an engineer in the recording industry. Right. He would go out to his car. There with, are some
0: people that really don't look at gender as a, 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 anything to keep from doing something, right? Nope, nope. And and so the fact that Prince is like, you really seem to know what you're doing. Would you like to continue doing this yes. with me? And now you get that relationship relationship yep. and rapport going. Yes. Each of you know each other and and it's brilliant. Okay. So
1: he would go out to his car, take the cassette tape of what mix he had just done, throw it in the car. To see what it sounded like. And write the lyrics. Wow. And come back 45 minutes to an hour later and record the song. This is one of the nights where he was prepping for that time in 1983. He had a cold, as you can tell, in the middle of the song. You hear him go... No, at the end,
0: he sniffed. Yes. Yes. Which I actually thought that was something that was like, this is so sad, it's making me cry at stuff. But I did hear the sniff at the end. No, he had a cold. If you didn't hear it, go back and re-listen. It's like... Yep. It's fantastic. And
1: and, the, and this song is called Mary Don't You Weep. It's an old negro spiritual. And part of the reason that I love this it's literally him for the better part of maybe an hour ish time frame. There's nine songs on the album. Wow. Um you get to hear that that Purple Rain. He hadn't finished writing Purple Rain yet. Wow. So that's an early version of Purple Rain. Um, there's a song on here called 17 Days that is just Outstanding, and in fact, I like the versions of songs on this album better than the finished products later. Many in times, "Purple Rain"
0: is a is a standard. It's a classic. I don't think it'll ever get old, right? Yes. When you see him playing that at the Super Bowl in the rain, yes, and killing it, slaying it, yes, and then you hear the genesis of that song, and it and it actually competes with the finished produced version oh yeah that's saying something about the song right and,
1: and the best part about this album this entire album to me and it's one of my favorite albums of all time like i listen to it incessantly um, one of my favorite parts about this album is it's one thing for someone to be super talented on an instrument it's another thing for someone to be really talented to be able to record all the instruments on an album it's another thing for someone to sit down at a piano and do that
0: I mean, yeah, it is. Right. I mean, so P- Paul McCartney is pretty well versed. Yes. Uh, George Harrison is pretty well versed. Paul McCartney plays a number of instruments. Yeah. Doesn't hold a candle. I, am
1: a huge Paul McCartney fan. I would absolutely 100% agree with right. you. Right.
0: But because there's like there's really really good, and then there's there's the elite elite that no one will ever touch. Yep. And that's why most of us really were sad the day he passed away. Absolutely, and, and so especially it, how I mean. Interesting
1: side note: this song had never been released outside of it been floating around on uh, private circles, um, but it had never been released until the movie "The KKK Klansman" from um, Spike Lee um, released. Spike Lee, yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like a, a Spike Lee. He released a movie a couple of years ago, and this was the end credits song. It was the first time it had been released wow. like like in a large way. And so, um, how did? that the
0: producer of that movie get a hold of this how did they know about this to even be, begin with
1: well two, uh, one the album had been released oh, okay. it was it was fairly well known that this album was going to be released i i actually was waiting for this album cuz i heard about it like 9 months before it was going to come out interesting um and it is one of those albums it's it's not an album where you'll find a song on it um it's an album you have to listen to in its entirety which is a lost art form in and of itself right but he plays it. If you're a Prince fan, this means something to you. He does a version of 17 Days. He does a version of uh, Strange Relationship. He does a version of uh, Wednesday. Um, he actually does a version of Cold Coffee and Cocaine. Have you ever heard that song?
0: I think so. Yeah. Here, it's listen. Been I'll so, just give you Yeah, it's been so long that I really dived into Prince.
1: Oh, no, no, no. This is an old blues song. Uh,
0: this is a cover? Cold Coffee and Cocaine. Yes. Oh, that's even better.
1: yeah. <laughs> Hit me now.
0: Anyway, you get the idea. Yeah, so I I have to comment on this. There is something, I'm a big Billy Joel fan, right? Yes. And I never knew really why, I just liked him. And and he plays the piano much like I play the piano. And then Elton John said something about Billy Joel on how he plays the piano as a percussion instrument. Mm. And that completely resonated with me and I hear it in that little clip that you just played there is percussion in that instrument yes and that I I mean I tell kids all the time don't pound on the piano but you can play it with emotion and and with some strength yep and it creates that being a percussion instrument it's fantastic yeah it's amazing amazing instrument that is just all laid out in front of you and what a great tune thank you what a freaking awesome dude. I'm you, glad you enjoyed you it. You nailed that one. Oh, Thank my you. God. And I was so wrong. But there was Nina Simone and Jazz Joplin in there. <laughs> <laughs> it just came in the form of a, a an artist formerly known as Prince.
1: That is true. Phil, where can people find us on the Internet?
0: Oh, gosh. Twitter, g- at G-S-Y-N-H podcast, on Facebook, The Greatest Socket. And of course, our website, which you can always see all of these uh, episodes at thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com.
1: We will see you next time on the greatest song you've never heard. Go listen to a great song.